This is a Balanced Brain Podcast with your hosts, Melanie Nicholson and Sean Clift. A buongiorno, ciao, konnichiwa, hello, g'day. Hello, everyone. Sean Clift here, and I'm joined with my longtime friend and co-host, Melanie Nicholson. Why am I talking in tongues, Melanie? Because we're going international. That's right. Our first international guest from Brazil. So, Melanie, um, you tracked down our guest, Casey. So, why don't you introduce us? Thanks, Sean. And uh, yeah, it's great to have Casey on the Balanced Brain podcast. Um, I met Casey back in 2014 when we we're doing some consulting. And I just had been following her on Facebook and noticed last year that she was trying to get to Brazil. So, uh, that's when I really started following what was what she was up to since then. So Casey, Brazil, what time is it there? It is 20 past 10 and it's a beautiful evening and I think the moon is full tonight. So there you go. Um, Thanks so much for joining us. After, yeah. after a couple of weeks of planning and scheduling and getting the technology right, we're, at, we're, we're beaming across to the other side of the world. It's, it's quarter past 11 here in the morning in Brisbane. So this is very exciting. Thanks for staying up so late. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Casey, tell us, what happened? Ah, oh, well, it's a bit of a long story, so let's go. Um, crazily enough, I decided to leave Australia in the middle of the pandemic. Um, when everything started, uh, my partner and my young son, who was three at the time, were over here visiting family. And once once everything kind of started happening quickly, as it, as it did, um, we realized that you know, we had to do something. Um, my partner actually had to have an operation, so there was no option for them to, to get home quickly as they were advising. So it was really uncertain there for quite some time. So Casey, just, to, just to clarify there, you were actually in Australia and your husband yeah. and was it three-year-old? That's right, yeah. They, they were in Brazil, so you were stuck yeah. apart from each other. Wow, okay. Yes. Yeah. And how long were you apart for? We were apart for seven months exactly. Oh, to the seven day. months, Casey. Mm. Seven months. Yeah. Wow. That must have <laughs> been. Uh, how old's your little one now? Nearly four. He's four now. Yeah. He's, um, he's grown a lot since I've been here. So I'm really happy that I, I was able to make it over. That's unbelievable. I mean, I've got I've got my little girl turns five in a couple of weeks' time. I'm actually heading away for the weekend without her for the first time in ages, and I, I'm I'm dreading that. How did you cope seven months apart from a, mm. from your little boy? That must have been very difficult. Uh, it definitely was difficult, um, but knowing that he was absolutely fine here with all of the family around him made it a lot easier. Um, FaceTime makes that a lot easier yeah, as well. So with say, FaceTime. How, yeah, how did you communicate yeah. in that time? Yeah, so we'd FaceTime once or twice a day. Um, a friend of mine who's a teacher gave me a really good idea that um, I could record myself reading a story. So I, I was doing that with his favourite stories. Um, and generally trying not to think about it. It was <laughs> a coping mechanism, just... You know, you have to, um, because there was, there did come a point where I realised that I wanted to actually come here, which sounds so crazy, um, but I had a lot of reasons for making that decision. And then once I'd made that decision and I'd spoken to my partner about it 
and you know he'd under you know we'd kind of come to that realization that that was the right thing to do um it still took another four months so with no certainty that i'd get here yeah um so that was really a big risk to take um but i'm i'm happy that i did it there must have been um i, I know from my own experience having a long, a young child a month is a long time i mean there's so many changes that the children go through developmentally and and looks wise and um yeah. and just just their general personality that you must have felt as though you missed out on so much or or, or were you able to come up with ways where you, where you felt as though you didn't um again i think the the big saving grace was facetime so um because of the time difference we're 13 hours apart brisbane and sao paulo so we'd always do the waking up and going to bed yeah. um, for Charlie. So, you know, there was always, I was there in the morning and there at the end of the day. And if there was something else happening, we could always call each other. It's, it's not easy and it's not something um, that we planned on. We planned for them to be away for a few weeks. Yeah. So um, they and they're focused in the moment more than we are. Um, He's actually has started bringing it up sometimes, you know, mummy, when you tried to, to get here, oh, mummy, you came. So um, it's definitely there. And it's hard to explain to, to young children all of the complexities about this huge thing that's happened. Um, so the way that we explained it was we said that the planes were broken, um, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. was the easiest way we could think of. Uh, and obviously, as he gets older, we, we'll be able to show him everything that we went through yeah. To, yeah. to get back together again. And Casey, in terms of your, um, I guess, with your partner, Carlos, like how did you, I guess that's the foundation of, of the household in terms of, you know, having a child. So how did you go with that with Carlos, with, with communicating and, and I guess parenting from other sides of the world? How did you navigate that? Well, I would actually have to say that he, yeah, he was parent 24-7 for seven months pretty much without a break. So kudos to him. Um, and he did very well. But, yeah, you just, it's that's a really hard one to answer, actually. I think you just keep the communication open and, um you know, him and his family are very good with that. So, if, you know, if he fell over and got a scratch or, you know, they'd be letting me know exactly what was happening with him all the time. So I never felt that, um, you know, there was something happening that I didn't know about or, or there was a decision being made that I wasn't included in. So that was good. Oh, that's fantastic. That's um, yeah. such, it's such a hard thing to do when you're not the other side of the world, you know, to have that really good communication, so important. And what yeah, about language? Lucky. Sorry, Casey. What about language? So um, Portuguese is the main language in Brazil. And I know that I can see from on Facebook last few years that you are able to converse in Portuguese. I've seen you do that with your family members. But in terms of being over there and, have, and what's that like at the moment, having actually living in the country and using that language? It's, um, that's been the biggest challenge for me because um, I'm a social person. I love to talk. I find people really interesting. And when I got here and, 
you know, you, you feel stupid because you're not able to, to communicate. So even though I was able to say a little bit, um, the hardest thing I actually found at the moment is everyone's wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you, you know, you go to a shop and you can't understand what someone's <laughs> saying in another language. <laughs> it's really hard. Um, but, you know, it does take time and you have to, um, you have to just commit a little bit every day to learning the language. Then you kind of get to a point where things just start to gel a little bit more. And that's a really, really nice feeling. So um, it's almost, you can almost liken it to, you know, if someone has had a stroke and they're in their recovery and they're, they're having a day where they're very tired, um, they don't seem there as much. Mm. Um, and I can definitely say when you're having a tired day in another country, your ability to understand or even talk goes as well. So um, yeah. it's good to be rested and yeah sometimes you just need to take time out by yourself and that's fine um but yeah it's um the family uh i'm very lucky with my in-laws and the family here and everyone actually so um that's made it a lot easier for me so what about the cultural differences casey what have some of the struggles been on some of the things that you really love and the differences i think everything is so different at the moment even here um things aren't happening because they're not completely shut down, although we have had full lockdowns here as well, but people just aren't going out. So a lot of the usual things that would be happening aren't happening. Um, a lot of, you know, Brazilians love to party and, you know, the, the parties can go on for a couple of days and a lot of people attend those parties, but it's just not happening at the moment. So, um, but yeah, culturally, there are a lot of differences, I guess. Um, food is, is quite different. There's a lot of beautiful fruit around food. Everything's just gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, um, we've got an avocado tree um, just by the house here, and I think it's about four stories high, the tree. So it's, mm. um, That'd be worth millions avocado. in Australia, an avocado tree. It's <laughs> <laughs> your house deposit times 10. So, Casey, tell me about your business. You had a business here in Australia before you made the big move. So how, how, tell us how that worked. So I was already working remotely. Uh, in fact, I've been doing that for a very long time now, probably since about 2007. So I've been working in remote areas around Australia. Um, but obviously, since I had Charlie, I was doing a lot of that work from Brisbane. So, again, um, I approached my client and just said that this is what I wanted to do, although there were no guarantees that I'd be able to do that. Um, and they were very gracious in saying, sure, if it's you know not going to make any difference, then let's go. So um, I was able to let them know a few days before, I think it was four days or a week before I left that I knew I was able to go um, after three cancelled flights. Right. And so it was just... Um, business as usual so most of the work I did when I could and obviously there were a few hours at night time and it just kept going. So how did you set up over there Casey with that like obviously you would have had office and you had the computer and everything so so how did you set up over there like hit the ground running with that? 
Uh, very simple. I've always had a laptop, so I've worked in, you know, everywhere from, you know, an airport hangar to, you know, under a tree in remote places and everywhere in between. So it's still the same. I have me and my laptop um, and a VPN. So you're making sure that your access is secure and you go from there. So it's really interesting at the moment, obviously, with um, the changes with COVID as well, because remote working is becoming a normal yeah. thing. And I think that's a wonderful thing. It gives us freedom to, um, you know, to, you know, where we live and all of those kinds of things for people. So it's cutting down on time that they might be traveling to work as well. So there's so many flow on effects from these big changes that have happened. Mm. And I think, um, you know, it's looking for, you know, all of the positives that have come out of this awful time. And just on that, Casey, we, we've talked a little bit about, um, you know, things like meditation, exercise is really important. So in terms of what you did for your spiritual health, um, as well as your mental health, what can you tell us a little bit about what's worked for you in this, this uncertain time, I guess, that has helped you? Yeah, I think it's, um, it's definitely, you know, when you're having a hard time with something, it's, it's breaking things down. So, you know, you might have a, a huge thing that you need to achieve or a period of time that you need to get through. And sometimes you need to just break it down to achievable things that you might do on a day. So um, even on a, on a day where you don't feel like doing much, you can just achieve one or two things off that list and, and that gives you that sense of achievement. Um, but definitely for me, spending time outdoors is really important mm. too. Um, I found that the thing that helped me a lot was going walking in the forest uh, around the Gold Coast hinterland. So that was really good. Yeah, and beautiful spot. Yeah, just, yeah, just beautiful. So, um, and just spending time with good people as well. So important. Really, yeah. really important. So, Casey, now you've got the opposite issue. You, you, you're now in, in Brazil. Like, how... <laughs> How are you connecting back to Australia and what's the future looking like? like what, what, mm. Obviously, it's hard to make plans, but what's some of the challenges you face now that you're in Brazil and you've got Australian clients, you've got Australian families? How's that working for you? That side of it's pretty good. I think the, the biggest challenge, um, like anyone overseas at the moment is having, is what's the right thing to do? Yeah. Are we going to try and get back home? Do we stick it out? That is very, very hard for people. Um, even someone like myself, where it was my decision to come here, um, you're still in two minds a lot of the time. And it's quite emotional because you have so many people who tried to do the right thing and, you know, they still can't get home. So that's really, really hard. Yeah, I mean, um, but uh, it was your decision. But, I mean, really, what, what, what? other option did you have I mean you couldn't just stay here while your husband and your you know four-year-old child are living the other mm -hmm. side of the world you, you didn't really have a choice did you well it's I guess it depends who's kind of answering that question but for me um I I knew what I wanted to do as crazy yeah. as it sounds um and really looking back in hindsight now I know it was the right decision because you know, there are so many people that just haven't been able to get back. So for us, it's just about, you know, for me emotionally, there's absolutely no way I could try and do that all over again right now because, mm. 
it's just it's so it's so taxing and so uncertain and it's getting worse by the day so we'll make the best of where we are now and you know it really is wonderful we all have our bad days but you know you have to look back and go okay the worst things that I've been through actually I'll use that as my driving force so that's what we do. So Casey you were saying when we're sort of chatting on email before this interview that you're probably going to be over there you think around for around 12 months but you're not sure as you said it's quite uncertain but in terms of and making long-term plans is really hard at the moment so as you have referred to it's just every day doing little bits but that you you're still sort of looking to the future I guess to plan and how does that feel at the moment in terms of where you are at right now depends on the day some days I'm ready to um accept things as they are other days I just will have a cry other days I will put things in in planning as best I can so um you know you will you can speak to anyone in that position and you know it's not easy either way because there's people still at home um that are waiting for loved ones to come back so neither way is easy um but good times will come back again and we all must remember that yes (laughs) and we'll be ready to celebrate when they do well, I was in Brazil a couple of years ago and they definitely know how to party. I was actually in Copacabana and they were just massive. Every Sunday there would be just, all the families would come out and dancing. So I think that would be uh, quite a change in Brazil from being, you know, staying in your home and that because it's not the culture that does that. No, absolutely not. And um, we actually went to the beach for New Year's Eve and um, I saw, you know, no fireworks and you know there were fireworks going the whole night and it was um <laughs> just people's own fireworks I'm like wow this is this is great <laughs> I really like that yeah so what's some of the other things that you've you, you're really loving while being there in Brazil I think definitely um where we are at the moment there's a there is a beautiful sense of freedom for the kids so we're in a um we're in a gated community so we're very very fortunate So the children here have a very, um, they've just got a really fun fun life and they're very safe. So we absolutely know that that's not the case everywhere here. Um, A very, very strong sense of family, probably because um, we're a little bit out of Sao Paulo City. So uh, my partner's family has been here for a very, very long time. So that's really nice too. Look, it depends where you come from. Some people wouldn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) but um I'm very lucky with my in-laws so yeah grateful for that too so what's some of the things what's some of the things you think oh what they some things that they do here geez I wish we did that in Australia what would they be oh god look I think um I I love to plan things and just I like to know what's happening I guess I'll say that and um I'm really learning how to just go on the fly a little bit more and oh you know this is happening this is happening um, especially socially, they don't plan things like we do. So right. I think we should take that on board a bit. <laughs> well, I think yeah. that's the future, isn't it, really? Like this, if anything, last year and this year has proven to us that it, it really does come down to actually you, you can't plan a lot of things at the moment all around the world. So perhaps that's a learning for humanity, like to just be that that might really support the idea of just being present, which I think in the Western world is 
is is harder to achieve. But I think that that is a lesson for a lot of people around the world that's come out of this. Yeah, and it's you know we're not in control. And I think you know I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember saying to my um to my mum years ago. You know we've we've had it so lucky for so long. Yeah, you know, we we've never been through, especially in Australia, we've so, never yeah. really been through any severe hardship in the last few generations. So, and here we are, we're all getting tested now. So, um, we have to make our future generations proud of us, don't we? Yeah, definitely. So, Casey, you've been through enormous change over the last eighteen months. What, what are the lessons? What 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 are the lessons that you can give to other people who who are going to experience change or going through change themselves what do you think are the main things that you've learned uh you have to you have to just hold on while the storm's happening just hang in there um it will pass and you can always reach out to other people it's amazing what happens when you reach out to other people it really is and um you know i i know that when i was you know, going through this awful rigmarole to to get here, I actually had to um to prove our relationship all over again. So I was, you know, running across government offices everywhere, and people were so kind. Mm. Honestly, they just um once they once they know what's happening, they can't do enough to to be helpful. So that's a good thing to know. Um, sometimes the world just feels like a cruel place, but actually, it's not. Mm. Yeah. So what's what's giving you hope? What's What's the hope for the future now? Oh, for me, um, <laughs> look, I've um, I've been travelling for so long, and we've had so much uncertainty. I'm looking forward to a very boring, um, a very boring existence for a little while, and I'm looking forward to growing some vegetables, having some chickens, <laughs> and um, and not not having a suitcase that's ready to go. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. And Casey, in terms of your work. Um, what changes do you think you will make in the next 12 months, um, you know, even with the way you work and how you work and what you're taking on, like, given what's happening? Uh, I think, look, when you look at someone that's actually, you know, been successful in, in an unusual, or they've had an unusual story, they've actually used that, that circumstance um, as their driving force and, you know, I've always had all these different ideas of, you know, different things to do, but I think this is actually the key. And um, it's been interesting because I've been talking to people from lots of different countries about the future of remote work. And there's so many innovative things happening about what we're accepting in, in work. And if we think about um, what nine to five used to be, that was brought in in the industrial revolution so people could work in the daylight and it's like we don't even need to do that um so you know companies can you know look at those different ways of working and actually attract the very best people and how exciting is that yeah yeah i can see how exciting it is and it opens up a whole world of opportunities and a whole world of challenges as well i mean like you say really the option to work from anywhere creates a situation where anyone can go for any job so there's there's some big challenges to look at as well yeah and um you know even looking at um you know women working as well it's um you know if you're working at home you have other things that you can be doing and that's something that i've certainly enjoyed being able to um to get my house ready before i start work and then i can you know 
pop something on for dinner and by the time I'm finished work for the day I'm I'm feeling like everything's in order and that's that's been really nice for me um I've loved working in all different places but I've also loved working from home as well all right Casey it's been so great to catch up and we know that, um, you know, you've got other things to get on to tonight, including <laughs> getting some sleep so late over there. But you've been through <laughs> such massive challenges and you've had such, um, you know, positive experiences and negative experience. And on the balanced brain, we're all, we're all about hope and we're all about inspiration. So I'd love to sort of wrap up our chat by running through what, what's been the positives out of it all? What, what have you learned? What's the positives? What's, what can you take away from it? I think one of the best things was um, actually going through the whole process of trying to get here. It's, it sounds ridiculous, um, but I, I felt alive and I felt um, it was I, it was the best thing. Just I, it was a purpose. It was such a strong purpose, and um, yeah, okay, great. It's one of the best mm. one of the best things that I've ever done. So okay. it doesn't mean that it was easy. It was not easy. Yep. Uh, but it was absolutely fantastic in that way and I can honestly say when um when Charlie grows up that he'll he'll know that his mum did everything to get to him and that's a really good feeling oh that's that is a very 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 positive thing to end on I really like that message I mean the sense of purpose is so critical I think and if you've got a real sense of purpose in things it it sort of doesn't matter what the challenges are because you can you can get through because there's that light at the end of the tunnel and you're right, Casey, you, your little boy, Charlie, will look back and know that his mum did everything. And that's that's such a powerful thing. Thanks so much for joining oh, us, Mel. So much, you Casey. got anything to wrap up, Mel? No, thank you so much, Casey, for sharing that story. I know um, it's you know that takes a level of vulnerability too to share the story and getting it out to the world. Um, but I think people who are listening are going to really uh, connect with that story and 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 hope because I think that's what a lot of people are looking for now and and what's the next step and what's the next stage so thank you so much Casey for your openness and honesty thank you both so much for having me oh it's been a pleasure thanks everyone (laughs) thanks for listening thanks Casey thanks um Melanie again for your effort with all the planning um thanks for staying up so late over there Casey it's been wonderful to for me to meet you and to chat and best of luck with everything I know you've got some challenges in the future to to um on on what you're going to do um but I'm sure you guys are going to have a great time over there and make the most of it absolutely that's what we're here for Fantastic. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you all again soon. Bye.